Welcome to the Cage Side Podcast. I'm your host Josh and today we are getting into one of the most anticipated returns in MMA history, possibly. I mean, McGregor bouncing back off the Habib loss, how's he going to look? He looked very, very good in training, a lot better than he did back in uh, September, October with the Habib fight coming up. Obviously, he looked quite... We'll get into how he looked and how he looked. Uh, how he looks now, but we have one of the first major f- combat sports cards of the decade, which is McGregor versus Cowboys. One of the, well, I think it is the first uh, MMA card of the decade. I don't know, Bellator and One have had any uh, cards, but this is definitely one of the most major cards. Not really to do with the whole card overall. In my opinion, you've really only got. One fight who I really, one other fight that I really care about, which is uh, Macy Barber. Um, Macy Barber's fighting uh, Roxanne Modaferi. Uh, I mean, I'm interested in that. Sadiq, Sadiq Youssef is also another one who, this is like a big step up, fighting Andre Touchy Feely, um, one of one of the hardest featherweight fighters. Sort of that sort of, he's he's very similar to Brunson, where if you beat him. You, you're up in that top, top top echelon of the featherweight division. Now, you can't really go into much about this card because the card is very poor. I mean, put it this way, it's on BT Sport uh, box office and I'm telling you I ain't paying for it. Uh, uh, and I don't think many people will anyway. Definitely not the hardcores. So, what have we got to offer on this card, um, you've, so you've got, it's, it's sort of like a stepping stone for a lot of fighters like um, Sadiq Youssef and Macy Barber to show themselves up, but also when you've got killers like Anthony Pettis on the main card, as well as a veteran like Holly Holm, there's, there, there's, definitely, there's definitely a reason to watch this card, to pay for it however, it's not the best card they've put out. Uh, in in the past 12 months, put it that way. But, I mean, McGregor didn't want to be a co-main. He's got his main event slot. I think it's going to be um, um, outstanding numbers. I think it's going to be very close to the first Diaz fight, around about 1.2 million. I reckon we could see this get up to, but I feel like you're going to have to look at... Um, oh, You're going to have to look for... Dave Meltzer, uh, he's normally quite correct with the predictions with how they, with how that goes. We're in a new studio, by the way, so the echo sound, and also I'm not feeling quite well, that might be a reason why this sounds a bit different. <laughs> but I've got like a known studio for this now, so um, yeah. Anyway, let's get straight into it. So I want to talk about the McGregor fight. I want to talk about McGregor Cowboy and the disrespect being shown to Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Now, when we look at these, I, I, when we look at this, this fight, we can definitely see that this, this is this is going to be a fan favorite fight. I mean, we haven't seen Conor McGregor fight in a while. We haven't seen, we haven't really seen him show much up until recent. And Conor McGregor's looking good. Um, when when I was when I was analyzing the Habib fight, I saw Conor not being light on his feet, being quite slow and stocky. And in all fairness, 
he was like that against Eddie Alvarez. It's just that he Eddie Alvarez was sort of on the back end of of his career. He won the title over Eddie Alvarez quite late. So I don't think he got the best Eddie Alvarez, but Connor was just out ladding him, out striking him, and was just on another level. However, I still do believe McGregor he needed to work on what he had at featherweight. And I know he don't want to cut the weight and I know he wants to stay healthy. But it's staying healthy and having the competitive edge. And I'm, I'm just hoping that Conor McGregor sees that. Because if you watch the uh, Mendez fight, if you watch the Jose Aldo fight, and I urge you to watch the Holloway and Poirier fight, them, them four fights, uh, you can really see... Even when Conor McGregor was getting bounced back by Holloway, he was very light on his feet and he was picking his shots like a sniper almost. Very Israel Adesanya-esque. He was very, very, very calm and precision. Less power and speed. But the one thing he did have was speed in his in his movement. And I just did, I didn't, I haven't seen that since the Aldo fight. Uh, I feel like going up in weight didn't help him against Nate Diaz, even though he avenged his loss. I don't think it helped him. Maybe in his mindset, but in terms of fighting style, it just made him a lot slower and stockier. The Mayweather fight, I think that I, I remember thinking this is good for him because he's going to upgrade his boxing now. He's going to only think about boxing, less jiu-jitsu, but it's actually made him worse on the stand-up. If we watch the uh, Habib fight, third round, um, that was a very interesting round for me because we did see Conor McGregor outstrike, outland on Habib, but outstriking and outlanding on Habib is nothing special. Michael Johnson done a better job at outstriking Habib than McGregor did. Um, so at this point, McGregor needs to see, needs to go back to basics, and we have seen that in his training. His training has been. What we've seen, and we've seen a few but frequent, uh, sorry, uh, small but frequent um, videos of, of, his of his training. And he looks like, he looks like a, a, bulk, a stronger, bulkier version, but with that same speed he had at featherweight. Whether that translates into the octagon or not, that's a different story. However, I do have faith in McGregor on that standpoint. However, we have to talk about the elephant in the room. That is, this This is at welterweight. And McGregor is not known for having the best cardio. And going up in weight only means you're going to get tighter quicker. And we've seen that so, 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 so many times. We saw it with McGregor himself against Nate Diaz in the first fight. Even in the second fight, when he, had, when he implemented McGregor fast and uh, uh, got a lot of... Um, sports scientist on, on, on his payroll to work on it, we even then saw him gas out in the third and fourth round. I believe the fifth round, he was it the fourth round? No, sorry, it was the third round, he gassed out. Fourth round, he had a second win, then fifth round, he gassed out again. But what is something along them lines. There's one thing that I know, being footballer, that is, you you can't you can't really change your fitness. It's it's very it's very unlikely that you can sort of upgrade it to someone like uh, Tony Ferguson or someone like a Max Holloway. 
uh, or someone like a Nate Diaz or Nick Diaz, you're not going to really get to that standard. It's just hereditary. It's just in your system. You can't change your fitness to a certain level. You have a peak optimized level of fitness. However, with that peak level fitness, you have more chance of landing more power shots and having that fiber one type muscle that makes you a lot stronger, a lot quicker and a lot more rapid than someone of a type two muscle fiber like a Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz, Holloway, etc. Now, the thing is, when we look at this fight, Donald Cerrone is someone who sort of has, he can knock you out. His, his, his kicks are blinding. His wrestling is, again, outstanding. His submission game is very underrated. And his movement, in, in, in his range, when he's in his range, his movement is sublime. And that's something Conor has to be aware of, especially being at a heavier weight. Conor, uh, Conor McGregor is 5'9", Cowboy is 6'1". Remember that. this It's going to be harder on McGregor than it is Cowboy. Even when we saw Cowboy fight at welterweight against the likes of Leon Edwards, Darren Till, um, uh, Rick Story. There's, 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 certain, there's certain times where, yeah, okay, he beat Rick Story, but he lost to Darren Till and Leon Edwards. However, he's not really, he's not fighting Darren Till this time. He's not fighting a six foot, uh, six foot two middleweight, or not, or or not fighting a top contender welterweight, young hungry welterweight in Leon Edwards, who is probably one of the most underrated UFC fighters in in the whole, in every single division up and down. Now, you've got to understand that Cowboy is going to have an advantage physically. On this fight, I urge you to watch the um, McGregor post-fight interview where he goes, "You've got to have size, reach, length. You've got to have some attributes." Well, Cowboy has these attributes. Cowboy has them. He has the height. He has um, he has the weight. He has these these freakish kicks. I mean, the only thing that Conor really has is a one-inch reach advantage. advantage. Now, normally, McGregor would have a four, five, possibly even six-inch reach advantage. His time's only one. It's not going to make that much difference. And they're sort of, if you're looking at it physically, Cowboy has the advantage. However, Cowboy is 37, I believe now. He's old. He has just come off of a loss to Justin Gaethje, brutal fashion, come off a brutal fight against Tony Ferguson. Um, he's also been I Quinta, Alexander Hernandez, but prior to that, Mike Perry as well. Sorry, I forgot about that fight. Mike Perry, that was a war as well. Another war. He lost to Leon Edwards. He lost to Darren Till. And it's, he's, had, he's had a rocky couple years, and he's had a lot of wars. He has a lot of wars in his arsenal. And it's, it's, it's hard to see where you go, oh, this is the best cowboy we're ever going to see. Because it's not. It's really not. It, it very well could be the best Conor McGregor we've seen. I mean, a year and a half off, 
off that loss. Got his mindset back in it. A lot of controversies. Now he's back to reclaim what's his. It's very possible. And looking at his training footage, it's easy to see. And he's all and he's also 31. He's in his prime athletic career. Cowboy is basically near-end retiring. And I guarantee if Donald Cerrone does lose this fight, if he does, he will retire. Because he's going to have this big money. So rightly deserved he gets this money, gets the bag, and then goes home to his kid and his family because he, he can't afford getting into many wars anymore and he needs to think about his family. And he and, and once he has this fight, he's going to get pay-per-view points. He's going to have a lot of money. So good luck to him. Fighting veteran in Cowboy. But we can't write off Cowboy so much that a lot of these casual media outlets I've seen, oh, why is McGregor fighting? Da, da, da. Why is McGregor? Da, da, da. And I'm not going to lie. I was in agreement with them only to a point where this fight doesn't get him a title shot. If McGregor beats Cow uh, Cowboy, he don't, get, he don't get a title shot because Justin Gaethje deserves it. I wanted to see McGregor versus Gaethje, especially because of all the talking about basically Gaethje saying that McGregor's a shit father. Uh, it's almost sense for that fight, really. That was a really good fight to me. But they made this fight. And I do understand why McGregor's come back for a long time off and, the, and he hasn't won in about four years. I mean, no, November 2016, that's about three and, three, and, three and a bit years ago. Hasn't won. McGregor hasn't won in three and a bit. He hasn't had his hand raised. So he, hopefully, if he does win this fight, he doesn't get a title shot. I'm hoping he doesn't and I'm hoping he gets someone like a Justin Gaethje. He could even fight Nate Diaz and I'd go, okay, if he beats Nate Diaz, he could be in line for a title shot. Because of the star name, he's beating, he's beating Nate Diaz and Cowboy, okay. But only but only after, only after Gaethje gets his title shot. I don't want to see McGregor get a title shot before Justin Gaethje. That's just my opinion. Um, right, let's get just into the nitty gritty. Let's just say who's going to win. It's going to go one of these two ways. And GSP said it best. It's very easy to say, oh, uh, McGregor, <coughs> first round knockout, Cowboy, fourth or fifth round uh, submission or decision. And I'm like, mm, that's quite a cop-out. Let's, let's look more in depth. Let's look more into detail. McGregor has to find his, has to find his range without... He needs to sort of get in close so them so them kicks that Cowboy possesses don't sort of escalate and don't become a problem. So he needs to get more in range. Um, very similar to what he done against Chad Mendes. He can't really do what he done to Nate Diaz, which was stay in range and pop his shot, pop his shot and move, run, move. Because you, you're going to get caught by a kick. So if he tries to do that in the first round and tries to pick him apart and do what he done to like Eddie Alvarez and sort of stay his range, pick him apart, Cowboy's going to come, and Cowboy could land, and if he does land, you, you, you're going to get wobbled, if not dropped, if not knocked out. So you have to be aware of that. And do I think O'Connor can do this? Looking at his training footage, looking at him with his rapid movement, looking at him coming in, into, into range quite easily, quite quickly, to get out of danger... Yes, I, I, I don't see Conor McGregor getting caught with a high kick. I don't. 
Now this will come back and bite me, and if it does, hey, I'll put my hands up. But looking at his training footage, it looks like that's what he's that's what he's taken as Cowboy's biggest, strongest weapon, which is that high kick. And that high kick only works when Cowboy is sort of in 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 in, in when he's in his range and he's got a bit of distance. Connor gets in deep. I don't think he can land. And, and Cowboy sort of does this sort of two legs movement um, with. I don't know why that's happening now. What's happening now? You alright? Sorry, my uh, cat's squeaking. Um, what was I saying? So, I don't think he's going to get caught, McGregor. I don't think he's going to get caught. Um, if he does, I, I could probably see him surviving it. But, it's going to take a lot of strength to get out of that position. Now, another thing that Conor McGregor has to be aware of, and it's a big has to, and that is the submission game of Cowboy. If we look at every single loss that Conor McGregor has on his record, it's every single one submission. The four losses, Habib, Diaz, Duffy, and another person who I don't know. Submission. They're all submission. So, at this point, <laughs> that is one of McGregor's biggest sort of weaknesses now I understand where people come from with that especially after the Nate Diaz fight but if we watch the Habib fight I believe personally McGregor done better than Poirier done better than Michael Johnson and hold me there because I think striking wise Michael Johnson done better than Conor but hear me out uh, Michael Johnson, RDA, um, Edson Barboza, these 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 lot of people. I do, I believe if you put them all together with Conor McGregor, McGregor done better with the takedowns of Habib. I I do think a lot of people need to watch that first round of the McGregor Habib fight. Uh, I I watch it. I watch it quite. Uh, Quite quite recently, I believe about a couple of weeks ago, um, UFC Fight Pass, I think, yeah. And uh, I saw McGregor sort of do something that I haven't really seen before, which was sort of circle around and just jump, like hop on the feet and stay balanced, whereas keeping flat-footed and getting pushed over, it, it, it sort of stops the trip, and Habib loves his inside trips. Um, it also keeps the balance of McGregor. And if you watch the first round, Habib just laid there. Habib just laid there and didn't really do anything. Didn't land. I don't think he landed one punch. I think he might have landed two or three, but I don't really think they connected. That was really interesting for me. And it did show that, listen, we, we say that's his one of his biggest weaknesses, but it's nowhere near... A weakness that is his cardio. His cardio is much bigger weakness weakness than his uh, ground game. Do I believe Cowboy could take Conor McGregor down? Yes. Yes, I do. There's no reason to say that he can't. However, do I think he can keep him down? That's another question. I believe he can take him down. Can he keep him down? I mean, McGregor showed with a wrestler like Chad Mendes, very good wrestler just didn't really keep him down that much. 
didn't keep him down. Habib is another level than Cowboy and Chad, so you can't compare Khabib. The Khabib fight can't compare because Habib's at the next level. He is currently the best wrestler in MMA up there with Cejudo and DC. Now, do I believe the Cowboy can keep him down? I don't know about that one. The one thing that, that I, I do see being a problem for McGregor is Cowboy's reach being the same, basically the same one inch deficit, but still exactly, the, basically exactly the same. Lem long arms can be an issue, can be an issue for uh, McGregor. Oh, sorry, I have uh, the flu, so I'm doing a podcast while I have the flu. Trust, don't do that because you will. So, um, pretty much, I don't know what I was talking about. Uh, so pretty much the reach of Cowboy could be an issue for McGregor. I don't believe we've seen anyone with that sort of reach fight McGregor. I think Diaz might have the same amount of reach. I'm going to look up his reach. Uh, on three. Yeah, Diaz, Diaz is really the only person who had that who had a reach advantage over McGregor, but basically around about the same. Um, it's, it's so if you look at like Eddie Alvarez, he had a reach advantage, Aldo reach advantage, uh, Mendez reach advantage. Um, I believe Poirier had a reach of 182. Conor McGregor has 188. Habib has 177, Max has 175. These are all opponents of Conor McGregor and they all had lower reach um, than McGregor. That was like his biggest weapon. And that's what McGregor is. He is a sniper. And McGregor will try and snipe Cowboy. But I don't think he can with this reach because a sniper, you've got to have reach. You've got to be keeping control, keep your distance. But with the keeping your distance, you can't really do it because Cowboy has them kicks that he that he lands on so many people, as well as he's got basically the same reach. we got to end it at this point. Let's just say who I believe is going to win. I think Conor McGregor is going to win. Uh, I believe it's going to be a first-round TKO. Um, I'm going to be real here, Cowboy of 2014, 20, even maybe 2015, early 2015, probably probably puts up a better fight, well definitely puts up a better fight, but possibly could have taken a win. I don't like people disrespecting Cowboy, because Cowboy is in this fight, he's in this fight, and don't take the first round knockout as a, any disrespect towards Donald, because there's none. He's a killer, and there's a lot of people who do sort of underestimate uh, underestimate him. I'm not underestimating him. I'm saying clearly, I've stated a lot of advantages that he has physically, better with his cardio, his height, his reach being the same, and also his cardio is also Arsenal. I believe Cowboy has better kicks than McGregor. Uh, McGregor sort of goes for that sort of, um, oh, I, he's got, I think like Cowboy's more Thai, 
more tight, whereas McGregor's more, I'm trying to think of the word, uh, I forgot it, oh, what's it called? Capoeira. So Conor McGregor has his Capoeira style, and it won't work, because he can't, he can't use that in this fight, because it's at 170, and he'll just get blown out and tired out. So he can't use that, whereas a cowboy can use this like kickboxing tie style where he can just throw these kicks without really any uh, proficiency with his stamina. I do believe McGregor will win first round knockout, and that will be the end of that. And I do hope that Cowboy does retire after that. He's got a lot of money. He did try and go for the UFC belt, but he's not going to get the 170 belt. He's... Definitely not going down to 145, so really the only one he's got is 155, and 155 right now is the worst division to be in with a shout, because it's so stacked, and I feel like he don't beat Habib, Cerrone, and to be honest, the only person I believe who could beat Habib is Ferguson, and possibly Gaethje if he uses his wrestling, if Gaethje uses his wrestling, I believe I believe Gaethje has a better chance of winning than Tony Ferguson does. Now Tony Ferguson also has that um, he can lay on his back and sort of find submissions. He's a very very crafty crafty submission specialist. That's something Khabib's got to watch out for. But that don't matter till April. We won't think about that till April. Hopefully when it comes. Anyway, thank you guys for watching this. Um, I'm gonna actually just run through fights you should watch. Andre Fili versus Sadiq Youssef. That's a great fight. Macy Barber's fight against Roxanne Motaferi. That's a great fight as well. Uh, apart from that, you got Anthony Pettis on the card. But Diego Ferreira, I don't believe, is any sort of challenge for Pettis. And I believe Pettis has gone back to 155 now. So I don't know what Pettis is really doing. He's just jumping from weight to weight to weight. We'll see how that goes, but maybe that's just an introduction back to 155. And Holly Holm versus Raquel Pennington. Uh, again, Holly Holm's just fought for the title, so I, I don't see her fighting for the title anytime soon. Raquel Pennington, again, any clear chance for like the Nunes fight? I don't think so, so we'll have to see. Anyway, thank you guys for watching, and yeah, peace.